Welcome to the Turning Point Show, where we pull back the curtain on high-performance individuals. Here's your host, Andrew O'Malley. I'm delighted to have Ben Keeley on the podcast today. You know, Ben has a fascinating story. It was only about a year ago he was studying to do his final leaving sir exams and you know, it's probably been a bit of a roller coaster year for Ben in some ways that uh, he did his exams and he started a college, subsequently dropped out of college and he went out on his own as a videographer and you know, he's worked with some of the leading influencers in Ireland and abroad since then. So um it's been fascinating to watch his journey on his YouTube channel and you know, I'm just delighted to have Ben on the on the podcast today. So thanks for coming on today, Ben. No bother. Thanks for having me on. It's obviously my it's my first podcast, so excuse me for any beginners uh beginners problems, but sure, sure look I'll, I'll have a chat and I'm delighted to be on. Exactly, yeah, no, thanks again. So I, I suppose to start off just to uh give listeners a bit of a background about yourself, if you wanna just kinda of talk about your journey in the last year or so and uh kind of how you progressed from as I said, uh leaving school to where where you are at this present moment in time. Yeah, so um, right now I'm 19 years old, and as, as Andrew mentioned, I did my leading cert last year. Um, now, to get to where I am now, where, working as a videographer and YouTuber, um, is what it wasn't necessarily the, the normal path of going through college and becoming a, a videographer kind of thing. So uh, it all sort of started last year in, in uh, when I actually started my YouTube channel uh, at the beginning of sixth year, and um, as you can imagine. Starting a, a YouTube channel in a in a, a group of lads is sort of a difficult thing. You you get a good bit of slagging, um, but that's to be expected. Um, and then just moving on from there, as the year progressed, I kept on posting videos throughout sixth year. Um, and funnily enough, uh, rather than studying for my leaving cert, which some might feel as a, a stupid thing, but I, I rather than studying, I used to go home and I'd watch uh, editing tutorials and uh, a lot of YouTube. So um, behind the scenes of my uh, education and doing my leaving cert, I, I was sort of trying to teach myself how to become a videographer um, and YouTuber. So uh, then as I progressed, after I finished my leaving cert, I got my results. Um, I, I went through the normal process of the CAO, got into college. Um, but on the side, I was still doing the videos, and um, it was always what I wanted to do. College was more of a backup, and uh, as things progressed, I, I met up with uh, Rob Lipset, as, as you may know, and things just started to grow on the videography side of things, and then I had to make a decision where if I wanted to keep up college or, or videography. So that's where I, I decided to drop out of um, college, and uh, I haven't looked back since. It was I was never really doing a, a course that I enjoyed. I really I really wasn't enjoying the course I was in. So um, it was sort of a, a haven to be able to fall. Yeah. So since I dropped out of college, I've never looked back. And um, things with Rob sort of picked up, and uh, as you can understand, word of mouth. So a lot more people. Rob gave me great exposure, and uh, he brought me on in terms of when it came to starting my own business kind of thing. Um, so he was definitely a big motivator in starting my own business and pushing videography forward because uh, he, he saw a bit of potential in me there. Um, and I think working with Rob was the kind of thing where it was just – we, we just went so well together because he was a fitness uh, YouTuber and uh, I was bringing that higher quality while enjoying what I was doing. So, uh, and as a long-term subscriber, we just clicked and, and it worked from there. So, um, yeah, so then more and more uh, influencers and businesses started getting on to me, uh, looking for videos and, and it, it came from like, 
doing a video for a, a barber shop for a Christmas to uh, doing videos with other influencers like now um, working with Rosanna Purcell, who's um, she's one of Ireland's leading models and and uh, she like cooking. She does cook, she has her own cooking stuff as well. So um, yeah, it just sort of grew and grew from from Rob, and I guess that's uh, where I where my videography career started uh, rather than YouTube. And um, leading on to that by improving my videography, my YouTube improved as well so um that sort of got me to where i am at the minute that's great yeah it's been really has been <coughs> excuse me uh i suppose a hectic kind of 12 months that uh you probably wouldn't have maybe this time last year i asked you where you'd see yourself in 12 months i don't know if you'd you'd just envisions uh this but um uh, you know yeah. it's been a, <coughs> a great journey so far and i would uh, i'd be interested to no, what, what sort of reaction did you get when you tell people you're dropping out of college to pursue the videography? Was it positive or was it negative? Or? I sort of got both, whereas a lot of people would have seen that I was passionate about doing YouTube and videography. So I got some people on one hand who were very supportive and said, like, go on, like he's, he's, he's chasing his, his dreams. But then on the other hand, I had people like, for example, when I was in school doing my leaving cert, um, we had a meeting with our careers guidance teacher. And I remember sitting in that meeting and she was, she was, she knew I did YouTube and she was telling me YouTube won't get you anywhere. YouTube won't, uh, won't, won't do anything for you. You need to be studying for the leaving cert, get into college and get a degree. So it was, I remember sitting in that meeting and just thinking I was, I was furious. I was fuming in my head, but obviously I couldn't say anything to the teacher, but uh, I was just thinking like they don't, nobody understood that I, I had this vision that it's something to come from social media and from videos so um when i went back i went actually went back to school after dropping out of college and i went back to that teacher and uh she she knew she heard i dropped out and then um, she had switched completely she was telling me oh, i was, it was uh, the best decision for you and all this kind of thing so um there was a bit of people jumping on the bandwagon in that sense but it was uh it was definitely it's definitely a funny experience to have some people who are very supportive and other people who, who at the same time didn't see the same vision so um yeah yeah no that's a uh, uh, that's funny uh, the way someone's tune can change like that i suppose it's uh even in the last year or so i think like i know you've probably been consuming content on youtube for a good few years now but uh like myself but I know a lot of people kind of wouldn't be familiar with it that they wouldn't realize that so many people make a full-time living off it whether they're doing videography or they're doing whatever daily vlogs or yeah. fitness or whatever so you've always been a consumer of content on youtube so what was it that eventually got you to the point where you want to start producing content yourself on the platform yeah so um i actually started watching youtube when i was about 11 or 12 as a normal 11 or 12 year old would do and I used, I used to watch a lot of gamers and um, I would see like I'd love watching the games and I used to watch hours and hours of them playing random games but then there was a few YouTubers that would put up these like really cool edits of them playing games and it was when I watched those that I was sort of thinking oh that's really cool I'd, I'd love to I'd love to be able to do that um, and then as, as I grew up and I started going on Facebook and stuff I used to see these um, travel videos that would pop up on my newsfeed, like travel to Ibiza or things like that. And they'd be really cool and uh, to nice music and stuff. So I used to see those and say, damn, I want to make those kind of videos. Um, so then that's what sort of led me to get a GoPro. And because I'd been watching YouTube for six years at this point, um, I actually I didn't have the confidence to 
post videos, I always knew that I'd get flagging. But uh, when it came to sixth year, I just said, screw it, I'm going to go for it. And uh, I started filming some videos in, I went on a French exchange to Nice uh, and I started filming some stuff with my GoPro. And I, I just sort of, that's where I started to begin or I began to teach myself how to edit, to edit these these holiday videos. And they're nothing special now, but uh, it was the beginning of what it is now where um, I'm making these videos full time. Um, so I look back at those videos, those crappy little GoPro videos, and, and they, they do, uh, they are something special. Yeah, I suppose the key thing on that was you just got started and you might have been a bit hesitant in the beginning. I know when I was starting the podcast, I was a bit hesitant, but, you know, once you get going, it's, uh, you know, it's a different story altogether. And, you know, it's amazing to watch your progression from, from start to finish yeah. um, at the moment, this moment in time, um, just to see how far you've come with your editing skills. So uh, it's only upwards from here, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, just, just, just on that, um, like I think it is something here in Ireland that is very difficult to 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 come to terms with. We have this island mentality where if somebody does something out of the norm, everybody instantly frowns upon it, or it's the talk of the town kind of thing. So that was what made it difficult for me starting my YouTube channel, and I'm sure you starting the podcast as well. And as you briefly mentioned earlier, social media is becoming the new or the n- normal thing. So like if you if you were to walk down the streets of LA holding a camera in front of your face blogging. People look at him and it's like, oh, that's a vlogger. And they think he, that guy is like really interesting. Whereas if you do it here in Dublin, people are looking at you like, what is this fool doing? So it, it's completely, um, I think it, here in Ireland, we're definitely subjected to it a bit more um, in a negative sense. But we are getting there and, and people are realizing it's becoming the norm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's become a lot more mainstream now and people are opening up to it. It's uh, In a lot of ways, uh, Ireland used to be, be like crabs in a bucket. If uh, one crab was in a bucket, you get out, no problem. But if there's multiple crabs, they'd as soon as one got near the top, the others would pull them down. But uh, no, it's definitely improved now. So uh, just moving on a bit, what, I suppose, how did you develop your skills, editing skills, video skills in the beginning? Did you teach yourself completely or did you use any other resources or get any official uh, kind of work work done? Yeah, so that, that's actually one thing that I do get asked a lot. And um, it, they were completely, it was just completely through to watching YouTube videos and tutorials. So um, I haven't taken any courses or gone to college for editing or anything. It was um, as I said, as I mentioned earlier, I used to go home after school or after school study and uh, I just watch editing tutorials and really cool edits. And I used to I used to watch other filmmakers um, and videographers and see the videos that they were putting out and sort of figure out my own way of to edit like them. So uh, if I saw like a crazy zoom transition, I would like start searching how do I make zoom transitions and I figured it out myself. So. Um, yeah, it was just sort of piece by piece. I mean, I'm sure if you go back and you watch some of my old videos to present, you'll probably see that progression of I was adding in little different things here and there. And uh, it just stemmed from watching other people in the States and, and things like that where um, I sort of got inspiration from them. Yeah, it's funny how like now these days you can literally learn any skill you want off YouTube or just yeah. you know general sites on the, the internet. Like I know some of the big universities, Ivy League universities in the States, they put all their... Uh, college course materials online yeah so like theoretically you could teach yourself like the the whatever like rocket science theoretical physics or whatever they're learning and yeah, yeah. Uh, MIT you can teach that yourself so it's amazing how uh, like you did with the, the videography that you can just teach yourself these skills if you put in the work over time um, and yeah. I suppose something that kind of uh, 
maybe kick-started what you're doing now is uh, networking. I know from watching your videos, you always seem to be um, going to different events or maybe say in Google, you've gone to a few events there to with YouTube and yeah. obviously reaching out to Rob or however you got involved with him. If you want to just uh, touch upon the power of networking and how you've kind of gone about it since you started out in this space. Yeah, so uh, I suppose in the beginning, um, as I briefly mentioned about the editing, was um, as I was watching YouTube, I sort of built up this community of uh, other filmmakers and I'd find other uh, small videographers and filmmakers' channels and um, I'd comment on their videos and that was sort of the very first uh, or the beginnings of how I networked. Um, and funnily enough, um, last year when I was starting my YouTube channel, I found this one video or this one a filmmaker called Giovanni um, he was in the States and he was actually working for the YouTuber Christian Guzman who is now owner of Alphalete that Rob is friends with um, and I'm actually meeting him today he's flying over to Dublin today and that's just an example of, of um, a connection that I made through YouTube as a filmmaker and how we've grown sort of a, a friendship from that and now we're, we're, we're meeting to create content together so and um, just from there, I sort of built up this sort of network on YouTube. And then in, in real life, so to speak, um, I, I met with Rob and that was sort of where I began to network within Ireland and Dublin. Um, and these YouTube events in Google um, where I, I wouldn't necessarily go for them for the information that they were giving at the event. I would go to meet other YouTubers in Dublin who are interested in the same thing because obviously there's not many of us here in, in Ireland who, who do YouTube, but when you, when you do meet up and you can um, really just, you can discuss things and come up with new ideas, it's very refreshing in a sense to, to hear other people who are interested in the same thing. Um, and then from Rob, again, it was just sort of word of mouth and, one thing that I have done uh, recently, and it could be a tip for anybody looking to start a business or get into the videography world, I um, went to an expo, it was just a, a building products expo. I was doing a video for one company, but what I did was I walked around the ex expo in the RDS and I just sort of briefly mentioned to other companies, oh, I'm a videographer, this is sort of stuff what I do. And by doing that, you, you make these connections of people who, who they may not be looking for a videographer themselves, but next thing you know they have a friend who's looking for a video and they give your name so stuff like that just little tiny things like that gets your name out there and um that's sort of how i went about it yeah i think uh <clears throat> it's a great way of doing it as well it's more organic as well like word of mouth kind of rather than kind of being very pushy and kind of like there's different ways you can go about it but i, I think it's yeah it's a very good way of doing it because you build authentic relationships as well where like I'm not going to refer someone if I personally don't kind of know the person that type of thing and you know they can vouch for you vouch for your work and they know you're going to do a good job uh, when you recommend them um, yeah. as well I think you you provide a lot of value like I, I think you did you do a kind of video for my protein or one of these people to kind of um, get your kind of name out not name out there yeah. but kind of build a relationship with them you kind of did it off your own bat and said oh if you're interested kind of um, yeah. So you're just providing value to them, which is it's very powerful, I think. Um, yeah. So how that my protein thing came about actually was uh, they had um, their their marketing directors were over in Dublin to have a meeting, and they were just meeting up with Rob. And when I found that out, I, I saw, sort of saw that as an opportunity to get a foot in the door. So I went to the gym with Rob, and I made a a cool gym edit with Rob and the two uh, marketing directors. Now, the marketing directors, they aren't athletes, so it's not the same thing, but it was just something to show 
uh, my capabilities to my protein. And um, out of that, only last month, I'm after um, connecting with them and they've signed me as an affiliate. So uh, it was just sort of that brief little intro where uh, I sort of made this cool edit for them, what they generally be looking for, for maybe expos and things like that, uh, sort of gave me a foot in the door. And now it's led to becoming an affiliate with with the company themselves. Oh, that's great, yeah. It's um, like that's it, yeah, no, it's just, uh, it's, it's great to see someone actively like putting these things into practice and, you know, just putting a lot of value out there. Um, so during uh, recent months, you're actually traveling quite a bit. You're traveling throughout Asia and you're kind of working as you're going. Um, so if you want to talk a bit about your experience doing that and what exactly you're doing on a day-to-day basis while you're you're traveling around. Yeah, so I suppose that's probably another like prime example that stemmed from the networking. So um, how, it, how it came about was I put out a video for another YouTuber who was looking for a videographer uh, called John Olson, and it was an application job application video, and that got great exposure. Um, and next thing you know, I had uh, an Instagram direct message um, from this YouTuber called Los LeBlanc. Um, and he's a travel YouTuber, and he he sent me a message. Hey, hey, man, I'm going to uh, Cambodia in two weeks. I would love if you could join and help me out with videos. So next thing you know, two weeks later, I'm on a flight out to Cambodia, um, which wasn't what I was expecting. But um, yeah, so when I went out there, I didn't know what to expect. I was by myself in Cambodia. It was pretty hectic. Cars, bikes flying everywhere, um, and I, I found my way to the hotel where I met up with with Christian himself. And that first night, we just sort of planned out the trip and what we were going to be doing. Um, and it was definitely a challenge uh, uh, to do daily videos. And I think it really did benefit me coming home and in the long run uh, because it pushed me to to like get into that workflow of editing every single day and editing videos to have them pre- uh, finished for the next day. And so what, what we did was uh, we pretty much just traveled around Cambodia um, and had, this is an example of how you can use social media to your benefit and how it's becoming the new thing was we, each location that we went to, we'd, we'd look for resorts or big hotels in the area and we'd get onto, the, we'd get onto them um, by an email and we'd say, hey, look, we're in the area. Um, this is our friend. He's a YouTuber. He's got 250,000 subscribers. Um, he does daily vlogs. And then we also showed my work and our other friend, Ronnie Browers, his work because uh, he was a drone pilot. So, um, We'd send off these sort of um, sort of applications to these resorts that would uh, show them what our team was about, and 95% of the time they got back to us either looking for exposure or looking for content. And we, we funnily enough, um, we found that we figured that the resorts and stuff were actually looking more for content than a following. So. Uh, all the the cool videos that's what they wanted and that's what they were going for so if it's any message to any other content creators who think oh they they don't have a big enough following to get these kind of benefits and the the hotels wanted content more than they wanted a following so uh, it was cool they then offered us accommodation in return for for content so that's how we made our way around cambodia and and, uh, got content for his youtube channel as well so we're sort of working best of uh, both worlds working for commercial videography as well as doing youtube as well so yeah no that's that's amazing uh, how you can kind of combine the both as well as traveling around to these these amazing places and um i suppose as you said it was hard work as well it wasn't all uh kind of fun and games i suppose yeah. it's yeah. tough putting out the the daily content but 
Uh, I suppose what just kind of moving on a bit now what kind of uh, direction are you planning yourself on taking with say your your uh, YouTube channel and your kind of personal brand are you would you ever consider doing daily vlogs yourself or would you stick to kind of lower frequency uh, content yeah so I'm actually I'm going through that process right now where I'm trying to figure out what direction I want to go but I definitely I won't be doing daily vlogs now for a while just because uh, I saw the, the workload that's involved in that um, daily, doing daily vlogs is a huge uh, sacrifice like you, you do you do sacrifice your social life and things like that because you have to every single day you have to be working up to all hours. I think every night while I was in Cambodia, I got max four hours sleep. So it was, it was definitely not the it's not for everybody, but it's, um, it does show the benefits are at the other side. Um, I think what what I'm going to be doing is focusing a lot more on my YouTube channel than commercial videography. So um, I'm going to be cutting down a few of the co uh, commercial stuff to focus on my YouTube videos and again keep up with the travel. I'm going to be incorporating more vlogs because uh, right now I'd like to get my personality into the vlogs more rather than just my edits if you get me because um nobody wants a, to be nobody wants a channel where people just watch for the edits so um yeah i'm looking to sort of just grow my profiles and expand keep getting the name out there kind of thing and um keep improving my videos as well because right now i don't think my videos are anywhere near the, the level i want them to be so mm. Well, that's that's very interesting, yeah. Because I think now more than ever, as well, with social media and everything else, that uh, building a personal brand is becoming more and more important. That it's kind of going to replace things like uh, your resume, your CV, if you wanted to get a job. Or it is like kind of you can showcase what you've done and what sort of following you've generated from that. But um, so then, what what would your day like now that you're back in Ireland, uh, working away? What would your kind of day, your usual day, look like that you're you're working? Yeah, well, it probably wouldn't look very interesting to most people, but I'd be sitting at home on my laptop and, uh, yeah, I'd just be editing commercial videos or uh, when I'm not editing, I'd be out shooting. So, like today where I'm meeting up with Giovanni, um, we will be, uh, I'll be showing him around Dublin and around Wicklow and sort of the, the, the more nature side of things. And we're going to be shooting content for his channel and for my YouTube channel. So when it's not commercial videography, it'll be for YouTube videos. And, um, yeah, so w when I'm, Aside from YouTube and stuff like that, I may be out uh, filming videos for Rob and things like that. Um, and then I have my, my own personal side of my life as well. So I, I play rugby as well. So um, generally, it'll just be rugby, editing, editing rugby. So it's <laughs> not very exciting, but um, it, it, does, uh, it does make it productive to get into a routine and stuff like that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think... Uh entrepreneurship or like working for yourself can become a bit over glamorized as well when people are looking from the outside in whereas it is actually as you said just getting in routine doing the same things day in day out consistently and um, yeah so kind of has there have you experienced any major challenges since you went out on your own uh working for yourself or has it all been kind of plain sailing so far uh, definitely hasn't been playing sailing, but uh, yeah. So just just on that, um, just as you mentioned, people see sort of the the final product. They don't see the work building up. That's one thing that I have found is like everybody sees your chapter ten, but they don't see your chapter one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's it's amazing because people they don't they don't realize the uh, one of the challenges that I definitely found going into videography myself, uh, especially as a young a young guy a student, um, was. People didn't value the power of video as, as much as they should. So when 
people saw that I dropped out of college and I'm a 19-year-old starting videography, especially in the beginning, I had a lot of companies who tried to take advantage of that. Yeah. And the, the most common phrase that I heard was, oh, it's great for your portfolio. And <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not looking to. I'm not looking for content for my portfolio. I'm looking to make this my job. So, um, well, I had to. It was definitely tough from the beginning, and I was very, very fortunate to have Rob by my side, who who knew the the, the business well. So he sort of guided me through it and sort of allowed me to cut out the 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 not necessarily the bad jobs, but the people who were looking to take advantage of me starting out as a student. So in the beginning, I definitely did a lot of jobs that were undervalued, but at the time I had no idea. Um, and it was as time progressed, um, I, I sort of learned my worth and the worth of video. So now it's, it's gotten to a stage where I think I'm, I'm working at a a place that I, I, I like to be working at. But um, definitely that was a struggle where people didn't understand or people were trying to take advantage of it. And then also there was definitely, or there was also the, the side where people didn't really accept what I was doing and accept that I was dropping out of college, going against the norms of society, so to speak, um, to, to, to go out and work. But again, as it's paid off, it hasn't, I'm, have, I'm not, successful so to speak not in my eyes but as things have been coming my way and I've been getting opportunities people have sort of realized oh he's onto something here or, oh there's something coming from this and they've sort of been more accepting of it so yeah. um yeah yeah no gee yeah, no, that's a great point I love that analogy as well that people see see the chapter 10 but they don't see kind of all the work that builds up to it I think that's yeah. what a lot of people look at maybe like say Rob or anyone else that they've got a big following they think it magically happened overnight, whereas if years and years have gone into to building that up, doing the grunt work. So, um, yeah. What what is the so you you taught you touched upon it there, but I suppose uh, with Rob you had like somewhat of a mentor there. He's yeah. kind of yeah like transversed the the space already, and uh, so I'm sure uh, that was very useful when you're starting out that you had someone you could bounce questions off and um, kind of get their feedback or advice on on different things. So. Um, so yeah. you'd recommend I'm sure then someone starting out themselves have someone that they can uh, in a similar fashion that they can bounce things off and that type of thing yeah well I know obviously it's not going to be as available to everybody starting out as it was to me I was very fortunate now to run into Rob um, but I think Definitely one thing that I will say is uh, it goes back to networking is just surround yourself with like-minded people and you'll be so much better off. I know it may sound cheesy to say, but that's how it works. Like I've, I found when I was starting out that I was um, all of my friends were people who, who weren't accepting what I was doing and uh, doing videography. So it just put negative doubt or put doubts in my head that things come from this but ever since I've, I've dropped out of college and I've been surrounding myself with other filmmakers and people who are in the same community uh, such as Rob and Sarah and people like that that's where I began to see progression and I began to see that what I was doing could take me places and you start to work together with people so like with Rob and him giving me advice and stuff like that it really did uh, benefit me in the long run that um, I was progressing rather than trying to find my own way with a, a group around me that didn't support it so um, the one tip I would say is definitely do uh, surround yourself with like-minded people and do talk because at the end of the day, you're not Superman. You're not going to you're not gonna get there um, by yourself at, at, at the same time. So, Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know it's, uh, there's some saying oh, that you are the average of the, the five people or ten people you surround yourself with because, you know, 
uh, they rub off on you as well. If you're in a negative uh, environment all the time, you know, you're going to struggle not to be negative yourself. So, no, that's definitely a great, great piece of advice there. So, moving on a bit, um, I know this is always a tough question. I know, especially when you're, you're self-employed, it's hard to know what you'll be doing kind of next week or next month rather than a year or a few years down the line. But do you have any idea or kind of roadmap as to what you'd like to be doing in the the coming years uh, or months even? Yeah, so coming years is a bit is a bit too long for for me now to to, to see. But um, in the coming weeks, um, I'm heading over to London now to uh, film at an expo and also do a video for Lifestyle Sports. Um, in so those are sort of things that uh, a lot of my jobs will come to me a couple of weeks in advance rather than I wouldn't get much notice. Um, and that's it's it's very difficult because. Um, the likes of this London trip, I only booked the flights last night and it's in two weeks' time. So um, I, I'm going on that. I'm, that's sort of my main focus at the minute. And then down the line, I have brief plans of going to expos like Body Power in, in the UK. Um, and then also I think I'm uh, going to be doing some video work for Longitude um, in the summer. But those are just sort of brief plans. Um, but then next week something might pop up or a collaboration might pop up here and there. So um, I can't afford to make such uh, I can't put plans in place without uh, things popping up so um, but London is the focus now yeah I suppose that's exciting in a way because you week to week never know what sort of opportunity is going to arise or in any shape or form yeah so I I know you're busy so I won't keep you much longer I just have a couple more questions long questions before we move into the, the quick fire one so I suppose you talked a lot about harnessing YouTube the comment section and networking with people and uh, this type of thing so what advice would you give to someone starting out with YouTube and any advice on them yeah. kind of growing growing their channel uh, in the beginning stages um, the biggest piece of advice is just go for it um, because I put it off for so many years I've been wanting to do YouTube for the past 6-7 years and I put it off for so long and then it wasn't until I started it and once you see those first few numbers coming in like the first few subscribers you see people who are interested in what you're doing it really does pick up from there and it's like a snowball effect because the, the more you see people are interested the more motivated and more you want to do it and it, it does push you to want to uh, create content and uh, then as, as the bigger numbers come in that's where you, you have stuff to work with so you have a, a, a support network to work with but the biggest thing I would say is just go for it and stop putting it off and um, the moment that you do go for it it will be the best moment but obviously do be expected especially for people in Ireland anyway from my experience uh, do be expected for people to sort of go against you and not support what you're doing um, but those are the people that you learn to cut out and you, you, you surround yourself with the right kind of people Yeah great answer I suppose that's one of the probably one of the main lessons you learned in the last year or so are there any other key lessons maybe one or two in the last 12 months that um, have really made a significant impact and you've really learned a lot from um, well, I've learned a lot, sort of, in terms of business and stuff, and how to how to get myself up and running. Uh, but just sort of personal lessons, like when it goes it goes back to again surrounding yourself with the right people, like uh, and sort of ties in with networking is keep on trying to build your network. Uh, like you, you can't have too many connections because down the line you're gonna need somebody's help or they're gonna need your help, kind of thing. So um, yeah, I've I've been working on building up a network around the globe rather than just in Dublin or just in Ireland through YouTube and through social media because as a lot of people have said before, like you have your phone, that's a connection. I think Casey Neistat says drop out of film school because you can all do it through your phone. Um, 
your phone and social media is the most powerful thing at the minute where you can connect to anybody at any uh, corner of the world. Uh, so really do keep on networking and get your name out there, build your profiles up there and, and things will start to come in the door. Well, that was a great answer there. Um, so I suppose we'll move on to another quick fire question here. Uh, what are a few YouTube channels that you'd follow yeah. on a regular basis? Uh, it can be any genre related. Um, so probably, obviously, the obvious ones like Casey Neistat and uh, guys like him. But the one channel that I am addicted to right now is probably uh, uh, Logan Paul. I just find him hilarious. But obviously, seeing how young he is and how much he's doing is very motivating as well. So it's it, like him, yeah. So who are three people alive or dead you'd love to have dinner with? Oh, jeez. I know it could be a bit of a tough question. Yes, alive or dead. Um one I one person would definitely be uh Muhammad Ali. Um I love that guy. So he's probably my, my, my uh my biggest inspiration. Um John Alomu, who's a rugby player, he's my childhood um my childhood or whatever, my, my uh, inspiration as a child. So uh him number two and then uh, probably Casey Neistat, just because he's such an interesting person, and you you, you wouldn't have a, a dull dinner time anyway. Definitely, definitely. I'm sure you're delighted to see him make his return to doing his daily vlogs now, as of the last couple of days. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What does success look like to you in your eyes? Um. Well, one thing that I do like to do with my videos is I I get great satisfaction out of people who take something from them. So if if it if it inspires somebody or if somebody uh, gets back, gets on to me and say, oh, it motivated me to do this kind of thing. And um, when I see my my videos have impacted somebody in some way, I I feel I've achieved success. So um, I think success it, it wouldn't necessarily be getting myself to a certain point, but if I can continue to impact people with my videos or or um, even just make somebody else's day better by watching my videos. It may sound very cheesy and cliche, but that's uh, I do take great satisfaction out of somebody uh, who takes it or who takes something from my videos. So um, definitely if I can continue to impact more and more people with my videos, that, that's, I, I think that's success. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a great answer. Um, so next question. Are there any vital habits that you've found that have benefited you a lot um, after implementing them on a consistent basis into your life? Yeah, so um, while I was in school, I was probably the most unproductive person ever. I was not the, the best student, but um, once it came to videography, um, I realized that the more you and starting your own business as well, whatever it is, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get. So um, I think I, I, my my um, work ethic really improved, and it comes with when you start doing what you enjoy. So um, I think definitely sort of getting into a routine of getting up and just getting something done, like making every day productive. So um, yeah, definitely something like that. Or or um, when when it comes to videos, like trying to improve every single video so do something different every video so i've just sort of gotten into these small routines where i'd look at a video and i'd say oh i can do this better and try and improve it in the next one so um things like that so you're always you're constantly evolving you're not sort of stuck in a in a in a pothole kind of thing yeah exactly yeah if even if you improve one percent or half percent each day you know over time that'll compound to, to massive results um yeah. is, is there any advice you give your younger self so maybe 
uh, the Ben Keeley, who was uh, this time last year, who's getting ready to do his final skill exams as even sir. Any advice you'd give to give to him? Yeah, I'd definitely say stop stressing so much um, because when I was looking at, I got so stressed out now when it came to the Leaving Cert and um, as it comes, like if, if there's any Leaving Cert students watching or, or, or listening, um, it's definitely teachers, especially here in Ireland, they put a lot of pressure on these exams and if, if they make it out that if you don't do well in these exams, that's the end of your career. You're never going to succeed in life. But uh, I always deep down believe that wasn't true, especially with the growth of social media and that. So last year I was stressing a lot over that and I would have taken uh, a lot of comments that people would mention about YouTube to heart. But everything, uh, just continue, continue, like chasing your dreams or your goals or keep uh, focusing on your passion and, and uh, down the line it'll all work out and people will then start to follow you. So Yeah, no, that's great advice. I think... Uh... A lot, of, a lot of people, yeah, think it's the be all end all, and there's so many different, as you said, routes into everything that, um, it's not like even what's. I always think, what's the worst can happen if you try something like take you for example, you're, uh, nineteen. Is it your your nineteenth moment? Is it? Yeah, yeah. So you're nineteen, and like you, you don't, as far as I know, have any, uh, any kids around them. Uh, that yeah, you like you, you don't have as many responsibilities as someone who says. Uh, 40, 49 or 39 or whatever that uh, like what's the worst can happen if you try this for a year say it yeah. say it didn't work out like say you didn't uh, enjoy some of the successes you've had so far that um, you could go back to college then or like whatever try different things so it's not not the end of the world if it if something doesn't work out um, so exactly. so just the last kind of question or two um, what are some common attributes you've noticed uh, from working with or observing successful people um so definitely work ethic ethic um like being around rob he's always on the go doing something uh doing something new that'll that'll benefit him in in some way down the line um and even when it's something like doing emails he's just he doesn't put them off he just gets them done and out of the way because you can't afford to slow down like as i said before it's like a snowball effect so you need to keep up um so and especially like with other successful people obviously in the in the influencer um sort of network um everybody is just constantly on the go constantly um uh working so um yeah definitely work ethic i've seen uh they're very outgoing well not outgoing people but um willing to put themselves out there to the right people so um when it comes to when everybody when it comes to uh, an opportunity that'll benefit their own business or whatever, they definitely go for it. They don't shy away from it. And I think that's what I did in the very beginning was I was very shy to sort of put my name out there. But now if I see an opportunity, I just go for it because as you said, um, like it's just trying new things and just going for it. You can nobody can knock a trier. So, um, yeah, I think, I can't really think of a third tip now, but, uh, oh, no, that's good. Yeah, no, it's, that's, great uh that's more than enough i think for people to to take on board um i i know you're extremely busy so i really appreciate you coming on today um do you have any parting advice or kind of words for for people listening um i think just go for it and and go for whatever you're passionate about because at the end of the day 
from what I saw is I, I worked in a job where I was making uh, cement and filling cement bags and uh, I, was, I was sitting there every day pressing a button putting cement into bags thinking this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life this is not what I want to end up doing and it was the the nine to five job is what sort of scared me I didn't want to go into it so um, it's always it's go after your passion um, and the one thing that I will say um, is a lot of people seem to put that off and they say oh I can't make like my passion isn't I can't make money from it but um, what I say is try to find your passion and try and figure out a way how you can monetize it and then you'll live the happiest life, life you can ever have. So um, I think definitely going after your passion is the biggest uh, advice I could give. Yeah, that's great, great parting words there. So uh, thanks again for coming, coming on today, Ben. I, I know I got personally a lot out of our conversation. I'm sure people listening will also. So uh, where's the best place that people can find more about you and what you do? Uh, so probably my YouTube channel at Keely HD. Um, I put a lot of sort of personal stories and videos up on there as well as my videography work. So um, if they want to find out more about me or my story, that's where it all is. Okay, and you're also, I'm sure, you, I know you're on Instagram as well and yeah. uh, different platforms, so definitely check him out there as well to, to keep up to date with what he's doing. So uh, once again, thanks for coming on show, on the show today, Ben, and uh, take care. Thanks a million for having me, Andrew.